Ooh, baby. Oh, baby, we're back. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. Today is our first episode with a guest. Um, Hype drop with a guest. Can you believe it? Since the reboot, basically. So not our first actual episode with a guest, but this is basically a new show since we took such a long time off. Like, I'm just kind of starting. We're going to count up from here. This is episode two. Actually, this is episode one. The first episode was a preface to the to the actual episodes. This is season one, episode one, featuring Nick Ortiz, my man. So I hope you guys enjoy that. If you don't know who Nick Ortiz is, um, be sure to listen to this. You'll find out a lot. And then also, you know, you can check him out. All of the links and in and his info will be in the description. But he's a he's a very talented practitioner, parkour practitioner from New York. Um, excuse me. Um, who I've known for just over like three years now, I guess. Uh, we met actually at the Helms Deeper tour in Copenhagen. I ran into him. I, I saw his handsome face. He looked like Jesus. He's got he has long hair and a thick, thick beard, and um, and and smooth skin, smooth brown skin. Handsome man. He's actually doing some modeling work, modeling work right now too. I think so. Not surprised. Um, so Nick joins us. Uh, we, we got into, we just talked about all sorts of fun stuff. You know, we have a lot in common, him and I. So we, we've been, um, he lived here in, in, uh, Colorado within my house for a couple of, or in my apartment, the apartment that me and Knox share here in Boulder, Colorado. And he was kind of couch surfing with us for a little while. And now he's living in Denver. So it was good to catch up with him. Um, obviously we talked a little bit about descents and scary training, because if you guys know, he's a freakazoid with that shit he's been having an affinity towards that lately especially he's really coming into his own doing a lot of really the scarier things that we are seeing uh these days in our sport so it's great for him to 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 share his insights with us on that and um and reminisce about that roof gap and stuff that we did a couple of weeks ago so hope you guys dig it also i want to shout out my boy dante Man, Dante had a rough, I think probably the worst injury he's ever had on Sunday, a little uh, hip injury, and um, they, he's he's set right again, and, you know, he's recovering already from that, um, but I just want to send some love his way. Much love to you, Dante. I hope you're, you're doing well, man, and um, you guys should all send some love his way, too. Um, can't wait to see him back. Uh, it's been good to see Dante out training as well lately, so... Moving right along here, we got Merm Life on it as our sponsors for today's episode. So go to the description again. You'll find a link for the on it. You can get 10% off all them suppies, all them delicious suppies that you want in your life. If you guys want to be strong, shredded like an ox, then you need to go to onit.com. Well, maybe you don't. Maybe you're a freak with crazy genetics. I'm kind of like a peasant. You know, I, I was, I don't have like the, the genetics of like the rock or something like this. So I had to use supplements, you know, to get there. Um, and I'm still working on it, but I'm, I'm feeling pretty strong in my, <clears throat> in my old age, my parkour old age. Um, <clears throat> I feel as strong as I've ever felt actually. And I definitely don't think these supplements have nothing to do with that. So I really think that these, the on it, the on it supplements help me stay focused. Like the alpha brain, I use that frequently. I'm definitely using it for, for podcasting and stuff like this. In fact, I forgot to take it this morning. Maybe, maybe that's why I feel a little foggy, but it's 
that's a good one. And then all, I really love the joint oil. If you guys want some recommendations on like what I use, at least the joint oil that they have up there. I've really liked that one lately. That one's new and it, it lubes you up. You just feel like a well-oiled machine. You know what I'm saying? And then, um, the gut health, the gut health is huge. I think they have the most complete gut health supplement that I've ever come across. Uh, it's got, it's got everything you need. All right. I don't know, like I did the research and I found out that it was good and then I kind of forgot it. Just like I forgot how to do like calculus from high school, okay? I used to know these things. I don't know them anymore, but I know that I trust the supplements and even if I don't, I can go back to their website. It's a very transparent company. They do third-party independent clinical trials and stuff that confirm that they're not just bullshitting you with these supplements, all right? So I, I want you guys to to check it out because I legitimately think that they'll help you, especially if you're, if you're getting up there and, and you feel like, you know, if your joints are a little stiff and you're putting in all the conditioning and the strength and stuff, but you want a little something else, it's definitely helped me. What else do I use? I use like some of their pre-workout and like protein stuff when I'm, especially when I'm like doing a lot of strength and conditioning, I get more benefit out of my training, you know, lifting and stuff than I would if I didn't. And then uh, they have a bunch of like really good earth grown nutrient and like some of these like green micro green supplements, like all their stuff's really good. It's all designed for their, their whole policy is total human optimization. So if you want to be an optimized human, good place to start. All right. And then Merm Life, of course, again, their code height drop, use the code promo code height drop and you'll get 50, or excuse me, 20% off our entire store. Mm. And also there's already a half off sale on all tops right now. We're just trying to liquidate those tops because again just like this podcast took a break there's been a break from producing tops at uh at merm so we were getting rid of the old merch um the socks though are still our newest item they're dope athletic socks you want 20 percent off you get that shit at mermlife.com thank you guys for listening all right let's get into it i'm gonna just preface one more thing i i got a new mic <clears throat> it's on the way it's shipping through amazon as we speak as I speak. So I, but I didn't have it for this episode. So I only had one mic for this episode. So with Nick, I gave that one to Nick because he's the guest and he's, you know, he's got to get priority on that. But then I used this other one. Um, and so I don't know the quality, the quality is not bad, but I, I think like the way I was using it, it was kind of hard for me to keep it consistent. So if there's a little bit of waviness and stuff, like you're going to have to bear with me. I'm I'm just it's episode 1. Give me a break, all right? So it's episode 1. We're going to improve everything including production quality as we move along here. So I hope you guys bear with me on that and thanks again for listening. Enjoy this one with Nick Ortiz. The man, the myth, the legend. Just I couldn't think of anything else to say, so I thought it'd be funny. Yeah, you do have fingerless gloves there. It's like my little emo mic. Yeah, it is. You know where this <laughs> from, actually? Real quick, this, I'm just going to start the recording right now, because why not? <laughs> just so you guys know, welcome. First of all, welcome Nick Ortiz, the first inaugural guest of the Hydra podcast since its reboot. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, man. <laughs> son. Where did those, you get that from? What, he always dad? calls me Dad. So dad, if I don't feel old enough as it is, I get a dad from Nick all the time. So you remember Andrew, the rich cracker guy? Yep. Yeah, he just called me dad all the time, so I started doing it to everyone. I guess I gotta accept <laughs> so, my role as dad in and the then community. There was especially At least that to time. Your dad. There was especially that time when Knox and I went with you and you got Thai food 
and we were kind of fucking off somewhere and you got really mad at us and I felt like we were your really, really <laughs> annoying children. So I decided just to call you Daddy Dugs from then on out. Yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I don't know what it is sometimes, dude. I have a temper. I will not lie. I know you do. Temper, temper tantrum is like <laughs> the thing I've been fighting for my entire life. Like when I'm training sometimes, you'll see me lose my shit no i know, you know? i've seen it i've seen it and like i think that's why we're such and good this is friends. years this is after years <laughs> this is after years of of squashing it down slowly hold on hold on let me get a little quick we need to kind of balance the mics can, can you speak again just speak yeah 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 I'm gonna yeah turn you up a little bit oh turn up and turn up in this right, bitch and then i'm gonna turn myself down okay um, <laughs> i don't know what that comes from dude I think it may, I don't know. It might be your upbringing it's or genetics upbringing, or my dad just, has a, he's a beast. Yeah. So is mine, dude. <laughs> like that. I think, I think that's, that's why we have this. Yeah. Like spirits. We're like, we both have just, I don't know, a feisty family, let's say <laughs> feisty father that kind of like rained down yeah, some f- aggression onto us and passed it along. And my whole family's feisty dude. That was Tino family blood. is it's yeah, just like, <laughs> Yeah, my mom's a sweetheart, to be fair. I mean, they're sweet, but, like, just don't push them the wrong way, you know? You know what? <laughs> yeah, my mom, you don't want to put her on her, be on her bad side either. Yeah, it's it's it can get aggressive. Yeah. You know, I think – you know what's cool is we came from, like, a time where the internet still didn't exist. Yeah, we got to see know, that like, transition. I don't know how much of that you remember, but <laughs> I spent a good portion of my life before the internet. I, I didn't have a phone until I was in seventh grade, and that was early to get a phone yeah, back then. Yeah, yeah. Like, I got a phone – what is that? That's 13 or 14? Or yeah, 13, yeah. I think. Roughly same Think age about it, you me. listeners out there. I don't know how many people – we don't know who's listening exactly yet. I want to, like, see, you know. I want to get more engagement from you guys. So, you know, keep shouting me out. We got a little bit of feedback last week. We'll get into that in a little bit. But, like, I don't know how many of you guys even lived in a time where you can remember having fun and going outside and there was – you had to call – you'd call your friends and get their mom and, like – yeah, yeah did can I you remember, put Timmy on the phone? Yeah, yeah. It's like, um, like, is Joey home? <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, nah, you don't have to deal with that I'm anymore. Actually, I'm actually grateful for that. No, I am too. And I, it's kind of weird how quickly that sort of quote-unquote generational gap kind of happened. Because, you know, I'm only 24 and it's like kids that are 19 don't know what that's like, I feel like. almost Seriously. <laughs> it's weird. And actually, I feel like I'm caught in the middle. Like, I'd almost yeah. rather be on either side of it. Like, I want to be like... Old, really old almost and like, yeah. like, i remember like i really remember like i was i don't even know how this iphone works even, yeah exactly <laughs> like the, i feel like then you kind of just live in that world and and then people like significantly younger than us let's say 10 years younger for sure yeah they like they've grown up only they've grown on up their with phones, iPad in their in face the their screens like constantly in their face and so they kind of like understand how to use it more and like they really know what they're doing i'm like in between i'm caught between both worlds i got like one foot in hades and one foot in heaven or something like that yeah and i'm like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing uh, like i constantly i'm so bad at texting and i want to call people but people don't want to talk to me on the phone <laughs> because i'm just like that way and they don't want to answer their phone they want to text and like send messages like that about, over snapchat or whatever and i yeah. fucking hate that dude like i'm not used to it like i was socialized before the phone yeah and so like i socialize like off my phone but, like, all my friends, especially because parkour is full of young people, yeah, like, they prefer to use their phones. Or they at least it feels that way sometimes. I'm like, damn, I just feel like I'm bad at, like, at socializing sometimes because I'm like, I suck at texting. Yeah. I'd wanna, I just want to talk to you. I mean, so- socializing. I want to hear your voice. I want to see you. It's, like, changed over the last, especially the last decade, I want to say. Something like that. Because even, like, things like video games, you know, you used to 
you used to have to have your friends come over and play games with them. Now you have a party of 20 people all in like different countries playing the same game. You're all on the same team. And yeah. You're just like, interacting through the internet. It's kind of strange. It is weird. It's like stuff, man. less like, less like real physical face to face sort of interaction. And I think it's, I'm not sure it's a negative, but like, I think there's definitely a line. Yeah. And we might've crossed it already. Yeah. For all I know, you know, it's like, what what evidence is that? I mean, I don't know. We got crazy shit happening in the world right now. Yeah. I don't even like I can't speak intelligently, so I'm going to avoid like politics and stuff unless I have really like I think it's something to say, but it's it is nuts. You know, and it is fucked up in my opinion a little well, bit I that think... like we have a president that is like this fucking joke. You know, it's like I mean, that's it's, like, it's a real life South Park episode. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but it really is. So, I, don't I think know, like I... that's that's like I'm like, oh, have we crossed the line? Is that evidence that that something has gone wrong here. Like, it feels like that to me sometimes. A, I'm like, a, I feel like bit. something happened last year. Or what, when was it? Damn, it's been – time's flying. At least <laughs> time's flying right now. I um, just feel like it's weird that the, the people that are supposed to be running this country are having Twitter wars. Yeah, dude, it's, or running any country at read, this point. I mean, oh, my God. I'm not even just talking even about him at this point. I'm talking about everybody. Well, and like, like, when the bar – Why are we like, fighting on Twitter? <laughs> and it's it – tri- like, you want to talk about trickle-down. It literally – I don't know. Again, like I'm just not smart enough to talk about this stuff. So I'm going to shut my mouth for the most part on these kinds of topics unless, you know, there's prompts to talk about it, I think, because I just don't know what I'm talking about. Like, but it is it, it feels like the bar has been significantly lowered and we all like have to now work harder. You know, yeah. like, you know, that's that's what it feels like to me. No, a bit like it's that. like, Even all right, with fame and it, you know, it's just <laughs> yeah, it's just fame and fortune is like kind of a weird thing to come by at this point. I don't know. I feel like almost like the dummy you are sometimes. The... Yeah, so it's, yeah, not well, even so much. It's just the more you can sell yourself at this point. That's what I'm saying. Is like there's like this, and I felt it when I was a little kid, when because I was I was gifted as a little kid. Um, I had like really good grades, and they they wanted to skip me from kindergarten straight to second grade. They wanted to just skip me over first grade, which is like first grade. You know, like what the fuck. I think that's kind of a weird one to skip. I'm yeah, like, skip yeah. me started, then skip me. Yeah, but I don't know. Like my mom was like a teacher herself, or you know, she was in teaching, so she's like, she kind of like was like, I don't know if that's the best thing because whatever. Um, I ended up not doing it, but I remember just being like kind of smart in the in the class back then, and I remember thinking like, this is not valued in like by my peers. Like it was when I was a very little kid. And then all of a sudden, very quickly, like early on in elementary school, it wasn't cool to be smart anymore. Like at first, kids liked me for it. They're like, oh, the big Brandon knows the answer. Like, let's hang out. Let's like find some stuff with him. And then soon, very soon, it was like, fuck that kid. He's a nerd. Beat yeah. it, nerd. Until, like, until those kids learn that they could cheat off of you. Yeah, that's what happened. That's like what happened yeah. to Max. True, like, true. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's weird. You know, that's like a weird thing that it's like. I don't know. I just remember thinking that even back then I'm like, huh? Like, <laughs> yeah, you're not like, it's not good to be smart. Like it was confusing. It was yeah. very confusing for a kid. I think it's a lot of that sort of angst <clears throat> and sort of trying to be against who's in authority a little bit. Yeah. And I didn't feel like I was authority. I just wanted to be, well, no, not friends. so much you, but it's like, oh, if yeah, you're, yeah. if you're like a smart kid and doing well in school, you're playing, it's a threat. The, it's a threat against quote, your system. Yeah. Like you're, you know, your teacher's well, cause pet if you're not, or you're one of those guys. You're not one of us sort of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And actually I had to like, that might have had an influence because I, I rebelled. on. I mean, I was actually naturally this way. Yeah. But I, I rebelled in my class a lot, you know, and I thought, like, you know, 
it was good to do that sometimes too because yeah. like let people know like i'm not here to fucking suck the teacher's dick like yeah <laughs> I'm, i think that's, critically. that's extra let's not <laughs> I, I didn't get it. nothing happened to me we're okay guys not like that as far as i know the, the, well, anyhow the figurative dick but like yeah yeah i wasn't here to like be a teacher's pet like i didn't i wanted to like have some clout street cred as well on yeah. the on, like you know back on the, on the playground you know as they had it when i started my training <laughs> Yeah. When I was doing it on the recess, you know, on the bunk, on the monkey bars and stuff. <laughs> I was bars. throwing flyaways back in the day. Were you? I don't know. Not, <laughs> not really. I was probably like skinning the cat <laughs> and then enough. like falling off. Fair enough. No, I get that. But um, I don't even know what we were talking about. We're getting off the rails, but like. Yeah. It's just, it was a different time. I think that's yeah. all we were talking we were about. Right? Say, like, life was way different. Life you know? was different. Oh, and our dads were aggressive as shit. Yeah, which made, I think, which. Because they came from an even different time. Yeah, from like a really just hard ass time, especially, you know, growing up in like the 70s and stuff. Was a Your dad different. seems like a really crazy, interesting dude. He's definitely crazy you interesting. Do? You can't even say all the shit, probably, that he's done. Yeah, I'm, I, out of respect <laughs> for him, I'll keep it on the DL. But basically, he grew up like in the hood of Manhattan. Mm. Like. For a good so he's chunk seen of his some, life. some shit, as they say. Definitely, and I respect him for it because, like, to come from that and to to see where he's at now, to see the person he is, like, you know, one of the best fathers you can ask for, and genuinely like a sweet person. Like I've seen him just give money to homeless people in the streets just because that he can understand a little bit. Just having growing up with a rough life, dude. Um, um, he just like empathizes pretty well to like in certain situations. But how do you think that's affected your training a little? Or do you think it has like having a father like that has had like some experience, you know, seeing some darker things in life? I think it's because personally for me, I grew up in like a really kind of rich sort of mm-hmm. fairly chilled out neighborhood. I mean, there was bullying and stuff because uh, I was like a bit different than everyone else. But it's nothing compared to like, you know, the sort of struggles he had mm-hmm. and to to be able to have those struggles kind of put in front of your face because like my my family itself kind of the majority of them don't come from like a you know a place like boulder yeah they're not very, <laughs> so not affluent yeah so like i i grew up like i grew up say. around i guess what you would call you know lower middle class mm-hmm. working class working like, like super working yeah like, that. like definitely like major blue collar workers my father's a blue collar worker mm-hmm. and you know, growing up around that, it gave me kind of more appreciation for the things I did have. And so, you know, because my, parent, my parents went from having nothing to having almost everything. Like, I grew up in the huge house. Oh, nice. Like, pretty much had my car thrown to me from my parents. Got really mm-hmm. lucky there. Yeah. Maybe a little bit spoiled, if I'm being honest. Yeah, but yeah. But I'm still grateful for it. And mm-hmm. to see, to be able to see both sides clearly and sort of understand that, you know, it's not your roots don't necessarily decide what direction you're going to go in. You know, it can go one way or the other. You can have nothing and have everything, or you can have everything and then have nothing. Yeah. Or it can just stay the same, <laughs> whichever way, like, yeah, whichever no, way it's you start. It's, life it's, is that way, you know. At that point, it's like, you know, there there is, like, external issues and things that are out of your control, but I think ultimately it's up to you to make the decisions and which direction you want to go and which direction you want to stay on, which path you want to actually decide. And I think it allowed me to it allowed me to sort of appreciate what I have and be thankful for having as much good that I did. Because I feel like a lot of people, you know, they're born with a silver spoon in their mouth and don't understand mm-hmm. what a real life struggle is. And they sort of have a skewed perception of what reality is. Yeah, big and time. 
I think I've identified with that even. Yeah. Like, and I think again, like I, I was aware of this, I think even at an early age, you know, like, I don't know if you felt that way. Yeah. Because like you said, like you saw both sides of it, but you also like yourself didn't have to struggle necessarily so much because you did have a really good family, yeah. supportive family. I mean, I would say I didn't even have to struggle at all, to be totally honest. Well, in, ter- in, ter- in terms of <laughs> in terms of like real life problems, like yeah. I, I mean, I struggled. You were aware of them, but yeah, like, like I, I struggled socially, I guess, mm-hmm. but like I didn't have to struggle with money at all, or like you know worrying at all where my next meal was going to come from or anything like that. Like especially early on, before I, like I guess being about like fourteen or so when I started kind of realizing what my parents are doing for me uh. you know i could pretty much just ask for a video game and it'd be there that day because like they just were like yeah we'll get you anything <laughs> like our parents didn't really do it for us so we'll do it for you to yeah. make you happy oh wow and i was never like i guess mean about it like i never mm-hmm. threw a tantrum if it didn't happen like i still understood if they were like no it was no and it's like okay that's fine mm-hmm. and um as i got older i started realizing how much i was getting for nothing so I kind of started distancing myself a little bit, and I think it trying to get more independence, a little bit like more independence, take responsibility. A little yeah, more. being like they were like, like you know I would see something that's dope that you take the, the store that active choice like yeah like I remember there was like on, you weren't have to like didn't have to forced like, into it you yeah know, but I didn't, you didn't have to like, deal with it run away from that challenge either. yeah yeah like I didn't I wasn't just thrown into it and then I didn't know what was going on like it was you know I'd be in a store or saw something I'd like and I would see the price tag of you know my mom or dad would be like you want it and I'd be like. Yeah, but I'm not going to make you spend, like, <laughs> 60, 70 bucks on this thing right now because yeah. it's unnecessary. Like, I'll worry about it some other time. It's not – I don't need it right now. Yeah, you you've, you've have a very uh, – like, you've adopted some of those kinder, gentler things as well. Like, we both had the tantrum, but I definitely see, like, that – Yeah. That – the gratitude you know yeah. that you show and I, that's a really um that's something i really love about you i and appreciate that you. you too i know would. you would <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, I, I think it, um, i think the balance is good i think you have to be on kind of both ends of it i don't think yeah, it's well, too good to be I one think, way or the other i think actually the 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 other end of it may have influenced my training even more like yeah seeking the challenge became yeah. a big part of what i wanted to do with my training yeah. because because i i wanted to overcome more in life yeah i wanted to test myself in new ways and in and see what I was made of in different ways, you know? Yeah. I don't know if you identify I, with no, that. No, I definitely feel like I, I have as well because I feel like part part of the reason. Because you're like, why the fuck are you up high <laughs> yeah. dropping off a building, dude? <laughs> no, I, I thought like, of the same like, thing. I mean, do you like, think cool. about that? Like, do you think about like, all right, I'm five stories up. I'm about to let go. Why am I doing that? I, I mean, not so much in the moment, but there's times. Yeah. There's times like, you know, I'm laying in bed and getting ready to go to sleep. And then once in a while, I'll... <laughs> it'll pop into my head like especially if i break a challenge that day uh-huh. like like i know what happened to me with the uh with that railless garage in glendale oh yeah i you know i did it and i was like super stoked on it and then i got home that night and i was i remember lying in bed and just kind of couldn't really sleep that well and then i really started thinking about it and like i you know i was out of it my nervous system was shut down and yeah, i was yeah, sore yeah. and stuff and i kind of sat there and was like yo what the fuck did you just do <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> like I thought about doing it in that moment, as tired as I was, mm-hmm. and was like, "Yo, you could die. Like, <laughs> you could straight up die." But like, when you're when you're there and you're in the moment, you're very, I feel like super concentrated, and I don't worry about it. Like I, I mean, I think yeah, it, about it's it. Weird. Like, like that's kind of the whole point. Is I mean, like we kind of talked about this. I think is like yeah. for us, the challenge is to get to a point where that doesn't feel dangerous. Yeah, and you're like, okay, this is fine. Yeah, even though I know it's not supposed to be yeah like that's the challenge is yeah. like showing like being like uh this is whatever yeah even though 
obviously it's not from like a third person perspective yeah totally you know and especially without like any training or anything implemented beforehand mm -hmm. like if you but, don't have an understanding of how it even works in the first place when you see it happen you're like that is crazy that's ridiculous why would anyone do that but even deeper than that like i was asking you know and i, I was i think there's something there too yeah you know there's a reason why there's some people doing it and other people would still not want to do that. Some yeah. people don't want to experiment at heights. Yeah. So there has to be something like a little bit, you know, that it, different that's driving people that do want to go up that high yeah. that do want to see, you know, how calm they can be in those moments. Like, and I think some of that stems from like this, like being spoiled maybe, or like yeah. to an extent, you know, I can um, agree with that. I think that like for me, I, I think like, and I, I talk about this sometimes with like my homies and, and I think I've told you this stuff before, but it's like, I remember I used to like kind of fantasize about like bad things happening almost just, yeah. just to like see if I could like live up to them, which is like fucking fucked up. When Not, you think about it, I don't, I but, don't like, think I would, it is. I think it goes deeper like, than people I was just think. like, I just like when I would think about things, I would like, like when you see heroes you, and now I'm starting to understand. Cause I've been following like, um, you know, I've been learning more about philosophy and like mythology and, um, you know, I've been listening to a lot of the Jordan Peterson. If you guys want to like, expand on this and, and hear someone way smarter than me talking about it look up some jordan peterson podcast or something like that um to check it out myself he's a he, <laughs> he's you know the hero's journey the hero's story and like he's got a lot of really interesting ideas on it but basically like it it involves that you know it has to involve you facing fears yeah and going into the you know you can't really be um you know if you want to like you know you you see batman he he was he had a really hard struggle, you know, early on in his life. Or, you know, I, I used to look up to, like, superheroes and stuff. I used to look up to, like, anyone who, like, overcame a lot, you know. That's why, like, Donald Trump, for example, is, like, such an uninspiring individual because, like, he was born into wealth. Yeah. And, like, he looks like a fucking Oompa Loompa, like, on steroids, <laughs> you know. Like, he's, like, for sure. And, it's, like, like, hard to respect anybody who hasn't yeah seen, like, the, like the proper hardship, I suppose. I mean, yeah. he's worked and whatever, but it hasn't been, like, from the ground up or anything mm -hmm. like that but, but uh yeah i don't know it's just like i think it stems from like a couple of different areas for me in particular mm -hmm. like i think like for me growing up i, I definitely had like superhero inspirations definitely mm -hmm. more like anime inspirations oh yeah even you know basic as hell Dude, i get shit on because i don't know what dragon ball z is it's I don't fine you know everyone everyone has have, their niche I, see this is how old i am folks i didn't have cable growing up all right yeah. i didn't watch Dragon Ball Z because it wasn't on the nine channels that I got. But it's actually funny you bring up Dragon Ball Z because like I, I like <laughs> I know I still to this everyone day, I know like, loves Dragon Ball dude, Z I, and I don't even like I don't really know anything. No, it, like, it, please it, go on. That's totally fine. Like I, yeah. everyone has their own different. Yeah, I got I got my other guys. With. They're just like the guys in Dragon Ball Z because again the mythology is almost always the same. Yeah, yeah, like the same kind of concept. Like and I I loved. I think the reason I fell in love with like DBZ especially is because, like Goku, he was somebody who was he was extremely just like loving and friendly and like loved everybody. But when it came to shit going down, he had like the most courage, bravery and strength out of everybody. Mm. You know, he's, he's the kind of guy that, you know, just jokes around, plays like loves all of his friends and is just, you know, friendly to everybody. But if you're threatening, but he's not weak. But he's not know? weak. And exactly. if he, if, if you're threatening his life, he's going to take you down and like, he won't kill you. He'll try to make you see his way and be like, you don't have to hurt people. You don't have to do this. Mm. which I always respected because I think people can sort of change. But like, besides that, just kind of seeing how much he put himself through for the sake of his own training of like martial arts and that sort of thing. It was something that I kind of really related with. And I was very much like that with 
anything I tried because a lot of I was never really into team sports growing up. Mm-hmm. Like I respected them and whatever, but I couldn't get into it myself. But I was always into things like BMX, skateboarding, motocross, yeah, inline, all that. And so it was like the act of facing myself and sort of seeing which ways I can push myself and sort of scare myself in those scenarios. That was something that sort of always attracted me. And then when I found parkour, it was like something new that I could do that with and something that required <laughs> a lot less sort of equipment and more just that myself. Was exactly. Yeah. I think yeah. that's what, what a lot of us get into. And I think like, you know, as the p- culture of parkour emerges and stuff, it's starting to become you know, like, like what, what really, you know, what all, what brought us all together, you know, like there's yeah. something about parkour. Spe- Oops, shit, I accidentally just turned you up. Um, <laughs> the, there's something about it, you know, that we all were drawn to. And there's something about the nature of practicing and training parkour that like, I don't know, I don't, I don't have the answer or anything. I just like to think about these things sometimes. And I'm like, yeah. that's definitely something that I really liked about it is like with skateboarding, it's like, you know, that was one of my first, um, sports that I really got into, you know, and I was a skier and a snowboarder and stuff too. But like because of the equipment, because of the speed and everything else that you like are associated with it, it's like it's just not it's dif- there's different training. It's different it's different challenge for your mind. In parkour, you kind of like you bring it, you boil it down very 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 like distilled. It's like you can just do it or you can't, you know? Yeah. You can it, it you know, in skateboarding there's a little bit more luck and it's kind of inherent. You see people in, in um videos on bmx and skateboarding well here's the other thing is like i don't know if that's just because they've been around longer but they have to do like things like hundreds of tries sometimes to land them yeah you know and like whereas like you don't see that in parkour and maybe you will more and more as like the sport gets so to the levels where it's really pushing the um the combinations and stuff and like things become like you know because people are going to push in that direction no doubt yeah but i also think that like we have this other like alternate route, like we're so widespread, but we have like this other thing about us that we kind of like, and it scares me to say it, but um, we kind of push it sometimes in this like free soloing route, like this climbing yeah. direction, like where it's like very much a mental discipline challenge. And it's not, it's not about like the, the amount of tries and stuff that it's going to take. It's yeah. about knowing that it's only going to take one try and having yeah. the guts and like trusting yourself enough to do it yeah and i think i think a lot of it has to do with like the technical difficulty and i've, I've actually talked about this a little bit with uh, milo mm-hmm. which is you know when you look at skaters the whole point is to you know get that one trick at least like one time mm-hmm. kind of clean like yeah. at least relatively clean whereas for us just the mentality is a little bit different granted and we don't have an extra like object to be aware of yeah, except yeah. for like ourselves and the one and the one kind of obstacle we're trying to hit like you know skaters have themselves the rail and then the board underneath them that yeah. like can there's a lot of shit there's a lot of stuff going on whereas us it's just like my foot the rail that's it <laughs> <laughs> yeah and um he was kind of talking about how we you know we'll drill we'll drill the the simple thing over and over and over and over again so that we don't have to take all those tries to actually hit it the 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 harder mm-hmm. sort of obstacle and because there's so often, you know, like with, with, with skating, BMX, or any of those sports, most of the time, they're doing things that could hurt them, sure, but, like, aren't guaranteed to, like, really mess them up or to potentially kill them. Whereas, you know, sometimes we find ourselves in situations where it's, like, 
if I miss this wall, well, it's I not... might die. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, like we see a lot more of it in our sport, at least. I yeah. think that like it's not entirely true that you don't see it there. No, but I'm not I saying think, you like, don't yeah, see like, it. Like, we have like this much larger fraction of the pie because there's li- much less going on. Yeah. Like all of a sudden we expand this area of like one try or die. You know, yeah. like, it's kind of fucking insane. Yeah. To think about, but that's like what you know we're we're doing with some of our training, like some of the athletes in the sport for sure. Yeah. And like yeah, BMX and stuff. It's like. Sometimes you'll see big moves where it's like if anything goes wrong or like if things go like more than just a little wrong, it could be like it's really, really bad. bad, which is true. But, it's totally true. But like, so they do, you know. I see parkour and like when I those are often my favorite things to watch in other sports is when they kind of like take a more traditional like you know, and it's not traditional because it became before maybe parkour, but it take like this more A to B like extreme kind of line, you know, like yeah, like, the, yeah. like a roof gap on a BMX or. Some some crazy mountain line on on skis where it's like yeah. if you don't hit the line well and you like you're gonna tumble into some rocks. And yeah, no, those like, skiers. There's definitely me out. elements those dudes like are nuts. <laughs> there's definitely <laughs> elements like of it everywhere. Um, I don't know. It's just cool to see it like all express itself for sure. Yeah, totally. But totally agree. You know, just kind of getting back to it. Like, do you do you uh, do you think that your heights training is like? Like what, what? What kind of role does that play in your training? Like, why do you really like? I, I genuinely want to push yourself up there, and I genuinely think one of the one of the biggest reasons I found is because like whenever this comes up in conversation, this is always where I loop back to. Mm-hmm. Is just like growing growing up with so much sort of anxiety about everything. <laughs> like I I was always an extremely anxious kid growing mm-hmm. up. Like didn't like talking to people because it scared me didn't like there was a point where probably between the ages of like eight to almost 13 i basically didn't leave my house because i was like too nervous i just stayed inside yeah. <laughs> like playing video games yeah <laughs> and like when i found parkour i just got I, I something clicked with it i don't can't necessarily say why in the beginning it just clicked for some reason i mm-hmm. saw it i really wanted it and it was like one of the only things i was willing to really put work into and then as time went on, I started realizing that it started teaching me a little bit more about myself mentally. Like, you know, the, the cliche taught me how to get past obstacles yeah, yeah, in life yeah. sort of thing. And then I, once I saw the English guys and what they were kind of doing up on roofs and stuff, I was at first again, didn't understand it. But as I put more thought into it, I think it's the fact that I've been so anxious and scared of everything all the time. I needed to f- and maybe that anxiety came from not having any real fear in my life mm. from like, you know, being blessed with everything all the time Yeah, that I felt this need to sort of actually scare myself. Yeah. This need to be like, Oh, life, life is real right now. Like, mm. and especially with the anxiety, like it, it would be something that, you know, I'd be up there and it's like, now I don't have time to think about the things that don't matter. Yeah. You know, I don't have time to think about that stupid conversation I had a week ago. It's like, <laughs> This it's me in this wall right now. It's the only thing that's important. Yeah, it's pure like meditation. Yeah, like, like a, a, a little bit meditative. Like it puts me in a calm state because it's I yeah, only that, have one that, thing that, to that concentrate on. That flow on. state, you know, the the highly coveted. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah, the of, real flow state. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's super interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just like yeah, maybe that's just like how you get there the best, or yeah. like you know, is that what you're kind of saying? Is just for like for me at one least. of the things. Yeah, for you. Yeah, it's not necessarily for everyone. Obviously, yeah, like everyone but. has different motives and that sort of thing. But I think that I think that was one of my biggest ones. Was I was I was so afraid that I didn't want to be afraid anymore. Because even because even before I started training at heights, I was ter- terrified of heights. Really? Mm-hmm. No, I still am. Like, as well, like, I mean, I'm still pretty scared of heights and like. 
I mean, I guess there's that. I'm not scared of heights. I'm scared of falling. Yeah, yeah. Thing, but you know, I used to be scared of roller coasters and shit. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. I would even I didn't I didn't ride my first roller co- coaster until I was like 14, 15, because I was just too scared to. And now it's. You know, it's way different. I didn't, I didn't That's yeah. <laughs> no, like you, you scare the sh- you, you like. I like training with you because you always put me in that zone. Almost like yeah. Every time I train, like that's one of the things I always like about training with you is I'm going to be pushed, in one way or another, to like where I'm feeling that that yeah. fear and like I'm having to make real decisions. You know. Yeah. Real yeah. life choices and like, I think that's kind of what the 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 you know the addiction might be yeah. hopefully it's not you know like i mean it's, I, a I, don't, bad I don't think but um, i don't think, I think it's wrong like, with addiction yeah in the specific yeah, like you know, net per se <laughs> yeah yeah like, you know you kind of have to control like what you're where you're putting your energies you yeah. know like you know i think that for me and you we both have this tendency to know that there's a certain amount of crazy and we're gonna have to channel it yeah and like <laughs> this is this is a better way to do it than we have done it in the past you yeah know, per se. and i mean like and, I, and it has proven because like now that i've that i've put myself in those positions and i've learned how to deal with that fear because i think there's like such a huge misconception with it like i feel like even in the parkour community mm. um beginners even people who've been training for like 10 years who haven't really done much heights when they ask like, "How are you not afraid to do that?" And I'm like, "I am. Like, I'm, I'm shitting bricks up here, dude. <laughs> like, it's not like I'm not afraid. It's yeah. I, I, I just realize why I'm afraid. It's like, am I afraid because this thing is gonna hurt me, or am I afraid because, you know, it's just up high and, and scary in itself? But I'm confident in my abilities to do so. And it's assessing that situation and realizing, you know, am I afraid because it's dangerous, or am I just afraid because I'm uncomfortable?" Mm. And it's sort of that get comfortable being uncomfortable sort of philosophy. And it's taught me now, you know, again, dealing with like the social anxiety stuff to get past it sort of because, you know, it's your lizard, it's your lizard brain talking to you. It's your amygdala being like, hey, don't die, don't die. (laughs) And it's like I've reinforced this thing in my head that when I'm in larger social groups, my brain thinks I'm going to die sometimes and I would just. (laughs) you know, leave and reinforce that sort of thing. And now I, I'm able to, when I feel it, just sort of be like, all right, you're just afraid because it's just you like feel afraid. It's not like you, a real It's like being fear. on like an eight inch roof gap. Yeah. You're like I can do this. It's not like a big deal. Yeah. And like now that you've been able to like carve that groove out in your brain. Yeah. To I'm be like, like, all right, I'm going to move past the fear. Yeah. You know, like I used to be afraid of like trying to dance in front of people and like, that <laughs> sort of thing. And it's like now, yeah, I still can't do it well at all. Dude, you made some, you <laughs> made some very, very like impressive strides. <laughs> strides. <laughs> Parkour plan. I mean, I've seen it just like over the last few years that I've known you. Yeah. Just like with your training, obviously, but like it's been exactly mirrored in your in your everything else in your life. I feel like I appreciate like you saying like your social life. You, you you you're like clearly less anxious you're clearly less like socially you don't only see any social anxiety in you anymore like yeah you know and i i don't know like it's really been awesome to see like that reflected obviously from the training straight into like everything else you do yeah um and i'm not saying it's like a tool only parkour can do like there's so many different things yeah no 100 percent. It but like, it's like like any like you that's do what any, it did what for they, me. Say, they say like the way you do one thing is the way you do anything yeah it's like, if you can push yourself into those moments in parkour training that it does translate so yeah 100 percent. speaking of descents <laughs> i had a little bit of a rant last week if you guys want to check that episode out go ahead and check it out also you got to make sure you subscribe so you don't miss all these things you yeah know? you gotta make we're gonna See we're gonna be expanding we spanding out here <laughs> um but 
I, I got some feedback, mostly mostly positive from people. So yeah. I'm just gonna we're gonna keep going on it for now. For sure. But like, what were your thoughts on it? You um, know, or on, on the like on the, on this this word this use of the word dissent. And let me clarify a little bit. Like, I, I got a little bit heavy on it because this is. I mean, I want to get a little bit fun with it, you know, like yeah. this is ultimately a, a podcast that's based in, in humor, you know, yeah, for me, yeah. like I don't want to be taken too seriously because that's just not my personality. Life's got to be like, fun a little. It's got to be good times. <laughs> and, uh, and so I'm, I'm, I was playing it up a little bit, but I do believe this. And I was talking some shit basically saying like everyone's saying dissent, but they're talking about this very specific movement. Yeah. The cat drop is the what I'm calling drop. it. Yeah. And like they are dissents. They are. But what I, what annoys me about it and what annoyed me last week, what I was saying is just that either do different stuff and then use the hashtag descents. Yeah. Cause don't just do the cat drop and call it descents because now it's, it feels like the hashtag is only about this one move yeah. and it's not about that one move. It's about a, any kind of large long line, you know, initially I think is like the way I, I, I thought yeah. of it is like, you're covering a, a decent amount of ground, so it's not just like a single one-off move. Yeah, that's maybe you know what you can classify it into this next level of all right, you descended this thing. Yeah, yeah. And then cat hang drops are a piece of like uh, they're a part of a one part way you of, can do it. Yeah, cool. Because I mean, there's like there's again like now uh, you know descents have been a really huge part of my training over the last like year. Yeah, you so. really gravitated towards them. I don't know why. I just, I just find them so much so intriguing and fun. And personally, for me, they they seem to be the easiest. I think because thing like well, it's high. expanding on like what we were just talking about. It's like it breaks down that whole heights training even more yeah. in a way because it's like it's such a small, simple, repetitive move, and it's the same, and you can like scale it up beat by beat by beat yeah that it like it even more concentrates this like elixir of uh mental yeah like moment or whatever. I, think, I think for me yeah, it's like i really wanted to push super hard into the mental barrier mm -hmm. and it's like you know when you do a roof gap it's like scary to break through it but once you break through it you know you, you do it and then you're done yeah with like a lot of descents especially with the way i'm pushing them trying to make them like higher and taller it's like that exposure feeling of being high up you're in it for a while sometimes yeah. it's like you're like you're like, cool, I've dropped like three times and I'm still not safe. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, again, like this climbing thing. Like yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's crazy. Yeah. It's wild stuff that's happening. Totally, but I do, I do think that the cat drop descent is probably the most commonplace one right now, but it's not, you know, it's not the only descent mm -mm. at all. Like I, I've been in, you know, different situations. Like there's that one at CU where it's, that you've done as well. Where yeah, 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 that one's like a you're, window. You're like dropping back backwards the whole time, pretty yeah. much like down backwards into a windowsill, and you get to drop to like this super skinny ass rail. And like it's still it's purely a descent. It's all it is, mm -hmm. but it's different. You know, you're doing a backward, like a backwards precision to a perpendicular rail pre, and to bounce the cat to back pre, and it's yeah. you know it's a descent, <laughs> but it's not cat drops. No, exactly. And um. And so you and shed light more into the what you're talking about as like as you scale. I I definitely maybe I'll get a lot of shit for this, but I definitely have like this weird I don't know, I just feel weird when I see someone call a descent. Uh -huh. Say it's a descent when, you know, it's like five feet off the ground, they drop to like one <laughs> window and I'm like, Cool, yeah, you're you're practicing like a descent type movement for sure and there's yeah. there's nothing wrong with that at all whatsoever. Like I don't see I don't think that's wrong. Mm. But it's like you didn't necessarily do a full on descent. Yeah. Like you're you're just you're just you're preparing yourself to do one. <laughs>
Again, it's good. Like it's it's good I, to I'm do with that. You, dude, 100%. Like, take like, it slow. That's and what here's I the do. thing: I don't think you have to even be like super exposed to call it a descent. No, I don't. Like, I don't I think, think so. You either. have to cover a certain amount of elevation, though. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm ag- I'm with you on that. It's like all right. Yeah, I mean, because even if, if you, you cover know, like 15 feet of height, it's like that might qualify yeah. that's like i don't know though like it depends what you're doing yeah and but i mean like, like, i want to see more shit before you just like i've seen that it's just yeah. like a one-off move and i'm like uh and like sort of a descent can even still have jump point. on that hash train just trying to jump on that bandwagon right yeah, now for sure <laughs> yeah i jumped the bad bandwagon a little bit i won't lie hey yeah whatever <laughs> one day or but no that's not wrong i'm just saying you yeah. can talk shit about it i don't oh, care yeah <laughs> but well, this is what high drops yeah. is for um some shit but like you know, it's, it, I still consider it fully a descent if even if you're not really at height when you're doing the thing itself. Yeah. Let's say you're on a like three-story building and you drop down three levels of the building, but each each one each you do is, is like, like only spot. five feet yeah, yeah, down exactly. from the next level. And so you're not necessarily like, going over a drop that yeah, would, that would injure you. You're not like you. in danger or anything mm-hmm. like that, but you still descended down that building. Like you still got out of there faster 100%. than I'm with you. Like you know, walking, taking the stairs or whatever. But like. <laughs> But, like, if you're just at ground level practicing one little movement to make the other ones more comfortable, I don't think that's a descent. That's just, you know, training. It's curve. You heard it here first, boys and girls. <laughs> Stop calling it a descent, you fucks. <laughs> Fucking it ain't no first descent. story fucks. <laughs> first story fucks. Hey, don't go that far. <laughs> I'll go that far. I'll go that far. I don't care. I'll take the heat. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just playing around. Know. You know, do it, dude. I'm not do kidding, guys. I'm not kidding at all. <laughs> I'm not you. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, you know. I don't consider it like, like I don't consider it height if it's not like higher than fifteen feet personally. Yeah, and it's well, interesting because like it's hard for people to understand and grasp that, especially like even me. Like when I first got into training, right? Yeah. You look at an eight foot precision on uh, eight feet height, you know? Yeah, so you're like, like a rail like, what or the something. Fuck? Yeah, like you could die. Like you yeah. think that, and then you kind of realize that like once you kind of got all the basics and and the blocks built in. As long as you're warmed up, you can take 10, 12 feet of drop without yeah. any issue, really. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, it's even. And, uh, sorry. Go ahead. And if you're Dom Tomato, you can take 20 feet of drop yeah. without much issue. Like to your face, <laughs> and you're fine. I don't know yeah, how you yeah. do that. Like, <laughs> after I saw that, I was like, yeah. cool, I can fall off a three story building yeah, to my feet. I feel like yeah, I, there's like a certain amount of ragdollism. <laughs> like, there's like a ragdoll gene that he has. Yeah. He's got like a little boost in that. That like, I mean, he's ex- extremely talented. No, I'm, we're, not, we're not trying to talk. We're not trying to talk shit on Dom right now. I'm just saying. That like, that like in, in in addition to his like very good strength and conditioning in addition to his like just natural beastum part of that natural genetic beastum is like this ability to, to absorb punishment you know? yeah it's dude. like he can just absorb i don't think everyone can do that no honestly i don't think everyone's built I, for that if i'm I not took, built for that I, I don't think i'm built for that shit yeah. if i took that bail in china i'd probably just be done <laughs> i'd be like cool i'm not doing this shit anymore he's like, a fucking warrior dude he's dude, australian he they, they started as a gang of it was like it was Britain's jail, right? It was yeah, all criminals. Something like that. I don't like know. Like the whole island of Australia was popular. My history with is criminals. terrible. I'm, this could be all rumors, but as far as I understand it, this isn't like complete bullshit. Yeah. Australia was born of like basically, it was like a prison yeah. for like the Great Britain or some yeah. shit. And like that's why they have a lot of hardened individuals I'll, down there. I'll even say at this point, I think Dom's done some of the most like fucked up descents ever. You know, he just 100%. takes twenty foot drops and rotates. <laughs> yeah, and he's one of the few people that's. I mean, I love the fact that he's incorporated like the front flip to its parkour extreme. Like, yeah, it's it's required rotation to absorb the the impact. Yeah, yeah. And like that makes my dick harder than a diamond. No, dude. Like, like I love watching <laughs> that, and I wish I had that kind of move. You know, I want to take yeah. my front flips to that level where like no, he's I'm able to take bigger sure. drops 
because I know how to front flip from height well. Yeah, I, you know, I that's a super agree. interesting like and su- like as far as parkour goes. Yeah, if you actually like think about what you know A to B and all this efficiency shit is, that's one of the best things that you could actually learn. Yeah, you know the ability to take the biggest drop is probably one of the biggest assets you can yeah. have as as a parkour especially, enthusiast, especially, as a parkour like martial artist. Yeah, I agree, and especially like with the front flip because oh yeah, you can just clear so much more distance with it, mm-hmm. and then even at that point, you know. Like there's that situation with uh with Dylan that you guys hit in Cherry Creek where the rail was like too wobbly I think for you guys to actually like do a, a vault oh, yeah, off yeah, of yeah, to exactly. like to hit like the Kong Pre over the mm-hmm. roof gap, and it's like if I try to hit this Kong Pre right now this rail's gonna break and I'm gonna get hurt. Yeah. Where it's like cool I'll just front flip over the rail <laughs> then, which is like intense. That's crazy. It's yeah, insane. Was, but like that was so nuts. Uh, like but like that's one of those situations where like. Oh, a front flip is actually parkour. Like it's the it's it's one the of the best, most, most parkour efficient moves that yeah. is in parkour, and it yeah. just really hasn't been pushed as far as like as it, it can. It, it will be, I'm and sure. Dom's definitely pushing that threshold like like hell right now. Props to you, Dom. Props yeah, to you, yeah, Dom. yeah, Aussie. Yeah, Aussie. I wish I could. <laughs> yeah, mate. I'm terrible with accents. So I'm just not even I'm gonna right, attempt. <laughs> um, speaking of roof gaps. Oh yeah, here we I go. wanted to discuss this a little bit with you. Give people the backstory a little bit, because yeah. one of the roof gaps that um, I've been looking at for a long time, and actually Dylan showed us back, I think before you even moved out here. Like I, I think he was looking at. He's like, dude, we could. That's a that's a gap, and uh, you know I'd looked up at, at, at that jump with him once, and then that day we were, we did it. Yeah. Um, in Cherry Creek, Scary Creek hashtag Scary Creek hashtag is what I'm trying to name Creek. it now because for some reason. I think it's just been seeded there that like, yeah, there's a lot of shit that's gone down there and it seems to be like one it's of the better. I don't know why there's just like a lot of good roofs out there. For some reason, the way they designed it is just, it's just big enough of a, like a suburb for it to be like big buildings, but not too big. Yeah. And like, and and not but too it's far apart and not even so much, not too big, but the way they designed the exactly. architecture was extremely interesting. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of just like protruding pieces of like brick and concrete and stuff that you can always just climb up and sort of jump to and that sort of thing. So like, like the Merrill Lynch and it's building, super for posh. Yeah, That's the other yeah. Thing. It's like one of the wealthiest like neighborhoods areas in Colorado. Yeah, and so like, it's not like I like people the, even understand what the hell's going on. Yeah. So like it's so posh that like people don't even like look up to like to try yeah. to kick you off most times. Yeah, and I mean I've even had situations, you know, climbing down like that garage from Whole Foods in the middle of the day on like a Tuesday, <laughs> <laughs> just dropping down to like, uh, what is it like Second Ave? And yeah. There's just people on the ground that see me climbing down. And I'm like, what the hell? And I get down. And I'm like, yo, that's sick. And he's like, high five you and stuff. And it's like, cool. Hell yeah. But, yeah, <laughs> but back to the roof gap real quick. Because I think it'd be a nice little like case study yeah. for, for the listeners since we're talking about fear and training and heights and all this stuff right now. Like we got up there. First of all, we put in a bunch of, of, of heights training already that day. Yeah, and like that yeah. was super. I don't we think started it, it, it definitely would have happened. If we didn't do it the way we did it, yeah. we started off. We did the descents like the classic Cherry Creek spot, that one garage, the brick garage. Yeah. Then we even did like a new thing. We, we both did, did the, that, like one the one on to the, the thick uh, ledge where it's out without the rail. Oh the, no, it's the. Oh yeah, yeah. On the yeah. other side, but the like that was new to me. Like the... that was new to you that day too. I think. Yeah. Right? No, I never like because I the reason I thought of that one was because. I remember you speaking about the descent, and I misunderstood what you were talking about, and I thought you said you did that. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, wait, did you hit this one? And you were like, no, 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 I did it over there. And I was yeah. like, well, we should try this. Then. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, it took us 
like 15, 20 minutes to figure out how the tech actually worked on it. Cause yeah. it was an awkward kind of setup. Like the yeah, walls we did kind are of fat. a new tech on that thing. We yeah. did like a, like a, a layback. It was like a pre to like layback grab. On yeah. This thing. Yeah. It's like so that was fun. Wall. Then we went to the whole fuse garage. We were doing like some drops. Like yeah. this is integral to like working up to something that big as, as well. I think yeah. like it really warmed my body up. This is how I felt at least warmed my body up, warmed my mind up more yeah. importantly to the idea going, like, yeah, my right. nervous system is really firing and like, I felt really good. And that's like one of the reasons why I was even like, let's go up there. Let's go check it out. Yeah. Like, what were you thinking when that happened? With the roof cap? You were, you were just probably super game, but like, I'm just well, curious. No, nah, actually I was mad nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, you know, we had, I just, cause you're one of the people that will go up with me on a fucking rooftop in the middle of the day. Oh, yeah, man, like well, that. I mean, you well, because like, I like I stopped. didn't take any convincing. Yeah, well, because I I stopped. Like I used to, I still am a little bit. I get like a little nervous with authority and stuff, especially like being in the states and being like a little bit brown, <laughs> <laughs> which and, came actually mm, to our aid. Which, later yeah, in the story. Yeah, but anyhow, but like, yeah, I don't know. We we had been doing the descents and stuff, like you said, all day, and I felt prime. Like we showed up there because David and Christine wanted to work it out, and I was like, cool, yeah, I'm down to do that. And then we found the new ones, and I already we had already done you know, before the roof gap, done two new descents that weren't super high off the ground, but were high enough to be scary. They and were like, yeah, like you're bruising your heel if you fell. Yeah, like very yeah, least, you, very least. Especially, and if you fell the wrong way, you know, you could screwing an ankle up or whatever. Yeah, and like it could have gone bad. But, but then I remember when you first you looked at the roof gap from the ground, you're like, oh, this is the roof gap I was telling you about, mm-hmm. and I was like, damn, that's dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you want to do that right now? <laughs> All right, I guess. And then when you're like, damn, I really want to look at it. And I was like, yeah, fuck it. Let's go up there and just look at it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. and, and this is super key. I think <laughs> this is something that like is under uh, unknown a little bit about, at least for me, that's been super helpful. Yeah. Is baby steps. Yeah. Big. I mean, big. Big. Tiny, tiny, tiny baby steps. steps. Tiny steps. I'm like, if I can look at it. Yeah. Then maybe I can do something no, after I think, that. I don't even think about it. Like I wasn't thinking, let's do this today. Yeah. I was thinking, I just want to go look at it because yeah. I know that like the momentum can build from there. Yeah. And like I know I've wanted to do that. Yeah. But, like I don't have any commitment at that point. You know. I, I and agree we went that. out and we actually went up the other roof because some dude was taking a cigarette break. Yeah. And we were like, oh, let's go up. Let's check the landing, which is even yeah. that was even more clutch because then we yeah. knew what we were getting into when we were on the roof. Yeah. Which I think like I hadn't even thought about that yet because like I was initially wanting to go look at the takeoff. But check your landing. I think check yeah. your landing first because then if you know what you're getting into and you check the roof, then you don't have to go back to the landing. A hundred percent. I think I, that was clutch even though that was kind of like – I mean it was premeditated because I was like, oh, nice. We'll just go check the landing. Yeah. But I, it was sort of accidental. Like I was initially just wanting to go look yeah, up no, at it. I think it's always good to check everything even because mm-hmm. like I do think half the battle is just putting yourself in the position and understanding what you're landing on, what you're going to because, mm-hmm. you know, even – Again, back in the classic Cherry Creek, there's that like diagonal cat leap oh, behind yeah. Merrill Lynch, and you know I'm I'm terrified of cat leaps at height, just it no works. matter what. Um, and so what I did was I just hung off the side of the wall just to feel what it felt like to just hang there. Exactly. And then once I once I did that, I was like, cool, I'll do the pre across, and then I'll hit the cat back because I know what it feels like to be there. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it was like just super easy to do. Once I committed the first time, I yeah, did it, and like, all it took was getting in the cat that. hang, you know, yeah. to get the confidence. Yeah. But you cannot, you you literally can't get past that barrier sometimes without just putting yourself in a position. Yeah, which is know? which is like, you know, sometimes you see a challenge or you're feeling a challenge, and you're like, cool, I want to look at it and see how I feel about it. Yeah, and you know, descent, roof gap, anything, you know, if I'm feeling a new descent, I'll go 
do the lowest level first. And I'm like, okay, that felt good. Let me go hang higher and see what it looks like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, if I do, and then sometimes I'll look at it and be like, I really don't feel like doing that right now. I'll do it a different day. Then other times you're like, this feels, uh, this feels okay. I'm still a little nervous. Let me go like, do it on the bottom level a couple yeah, more yeah. times. And it's then, all about those little integral like baby yeah, moments. Yeah. You know? And it's like, and you can, if you make small commitments, that that's how you work up to it. You yeah. Know? It's like, and it's, it's usually really important for me to keep the momentum going. Yeah. So I don't like to say I'm going to do something and then not do it or yeah. like hesitate on it. Yeah. So that's why it's also really important, I think, to have these little things like pick something so small that you know you're going to just do it. Yeah. And then you have a little bit of momentum. And I think and it's then also you're like, I'll just pick something the next tiny little move. Yeah. And then I'll do that. And then all of a sudden, before you know it, you feel really confident yeah. going for this thing. And I think sometimes I think a lot most it's not all the time rather it's good to sort of have no expectations of it. Mm-hmm. So like, you, you know, you have a thing that you're feeling you're, you're uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not inspired, but um, I can't think of the word right now, but you just, you know, you're, you just see it and it makes you, you just want to do it, but you're the call of the jump, the call of the jump, say. the call of the jump. That's not That's necessarily what I was looking saying, for. Like he's just used that phrase. I like it. Even though yeah. they're not all jumps, so they, the call of the jump. They're almost all like jumps, Yeah, but <laughs> everything's a jump in one. Everything has a landing. A landing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like just getting, getting up onto the roof being like, I don't know if I'm going to do it right now, but like, I'd like to look at it and see if I will. Mm-hmm. And then again, it goes back. Like you stand on the edge and you're like, can I can I get over there? Okay, it feels good. I think I'm I'm gonna work it out. Yeah, and that's what we did. You know, we went up there, we looked at it. Well, we saw the landing. The landing yeah. was like rocks, bunch of rocks, and it was kind of like, oh, this isn't ideal, but like, yeah. and it had just like snowed, so it was kind of like yeah. sluggy, like, like slushy. slushy and like yeah. soft. And I know and I was what, like, at first I was like, oh, this kind of sucks, but then I was yeah. like, well, it's soggy, but like. That might make it kind of softer yeah. anyways. Like, I wasn't worried about the impact at that point. I yeah. was only worried that, like, my feet were going to, like, slip in the rocks. I was – I was. I'm not even going to lie. When I was – when we first went up to check the landing and, like, you kind of, like, st- like hopped on the roof a little oh, bit. Yeah. And I, like, felt it shake kind of. <laughs> I was like, yo, damn, dude. I weigh way more than you. I don't know if I'm going to land on this. I might go through. <laughs> like, yeah. I thought about that and I was like, dude, if it can hold, like, hundred thousands of yeah. gallons of water, yeah. it probably can hold, like, a little extra impact. But, dude, I, I mean, fuck. I'm not a physicist. Like, but, like it, I don't want to go flying through the fucking ceiling on the other side yeah, one day but like it felt it felt fine once i like i didn't feel like I, like i would have gone through it all yeah so then we got up on the other side yeah and that's what we were saying like we were just working out the baby steps you know and like if you guys want to check out the, the clip go to nick's instagram and it's underscore nicholas ortiz underscore underscore yeah um and check it out like his angle is i think the best angle and it's like the one that went viral and i think like you just had like really sexy form on it and i think that that's the one that you should watch mine was a little bit more like sendy yeah because i was well, just you like hit it first like so. I, I was just like <laughs> i have to fucking i was like all right breaking this jump is gonna be like a lot i'm not <laughs> going to like undershoot this you know i kind of like put a little extra than i needed yeah. to do it just because i was just i wanted to be 100 percent commit like full confidence that i'm not gonna land anywhere near the edge yeah you know? yeah um but yeah it was like super fun at a certain point like yeah. i was like well we're I mean, actually gonna work this out right yeah now? like i like when i first i'm not even gonna lie when i first looked at it with you like at the actual gap itself mm-hmm. like it scared the shit out of me <laughs> <laughs> i looked at it and was like damn are we gonna do this today <laughs> like, i don't know if i want to do this yet like yeah. I, like i like i like i'm like i want to do it but i don't know if i want to do this right now me neither and then i didn't know either dude i was scared shitless too in a way like 
That's why it was again. It was just baby steps. Yeah. I was just like, all right, let's wipe the landing down. Let's yeah. See what the grip feels like. That's a tiny commitment. It's like it doesn't require anything. It just requires me to like wipe the thing off and kick my shoe at it and see yeah. how it sticks. And like for me, it was the thing that scared me the most. It wasn't even the gap itself. Like the gap was far. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Like I looked at it and was like, damn, that's big. But you knew if you were hitting it full sprint. Uh, yeah. Fine. But the thing was like especially when we first, first got up there, I didn't know what we were going to run on. Like, cause we didn't even think of running on the edge of the building at first yet. I did. I knew that's, Oh, I I I had no idea. I walked up there, saw rocks and was just like, (laughs) I was like, damn, I got to run on this shit. Yeah. 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 I was like, I'm not even going to be able to sprint at it. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I know. Like, I I know at first I was like, man, I don't know if I would do this unless I brought like, plywood up here to like make a run up and then use it as a step off. You were both kind of like, yeah, "Yeah, I don't know if this is going to happen right now. But then like I saw, I saw a progression. Yeah. You know, and I was like, all right, we'll run the other way because, like, you could run on the ledge the other way yeah. and jump just basically into the roof. So, for it's, you know? it's it's hard to see in the video, but, like, basically what we had to do was the rocks that were on top of the roof, they were so, like, they were wet. It was squishy. They were, like, the big, really big rocks that take away from all your power when you're trying yeah. to run. And this was definitely, like, a big jump. Like, this is a, like, I had to put power behind this for sure because mm-hmm. we measured it out roughly, like, 16 feet or so with, some, with a little yeah, bit yeah. of down it's, to it. Yeah. And then Brandon had pointed out that we could run on the edge of the roof. So you have like a three, four story drop on like your left side and you're running on like this dusty metal <laughs> siding. And then you have to jump kind of diagonal to the roof to like dodge yeah. a tree. Yeah. There's a tree <laughs> you can't go straight on. Yeah. And so which was freaking me out was, was that, that I was like, damn, I have to jump diagonal now. This is going to make it way worse. <laughs> like, Are you right footed or left footed? Right footed. Okay. So it helped me I out. was left footed. But I've been right-footed for a while because my left knee has been bothering me, so yeah. I kind of felt more right-footed. Yeah. But, like, another thing that was pissing me off – not like, but it's, like, another thing. I was like, oh, I'm like, normally I jump off the left. Yeah, yeah. But, okay, we'll go off the right this that time. That definitely played in my favor yeah. there. But, like – but then, like, the baby step for me was, all right, I'm going to draw a line in the sand, a line in the rocks. Because, like, again, you could run the other direction away from the roof gap yeah. and jump, like, just into, like, the roof, like, off of, off of like, an edge. And I just wanted to, like, test my – my ability to read the edge in a full sprint, like without really like trying to count steps or anything and see if I could get my foot, like my stride, right. My gait, like to r- match up with the edge yeah. and get a good jump. And I, I just kind of like drew, I didn't drew an arbitrary line, but I drew like, I was like, I kind of tried to make it hard for myself again. Like I was like, all right, I think if I can clear this line, then I would be able to clear the gap. Yeah. So I, I think like I picked like 15 feet out because there's, there's virtually yeah. no drop pick like around 15 feet out on the roof, drew a little line in the rocks. And I just, like, I was like, let's just see what it looks like if I don't even do much, you know? Like, yeah. Cause I was like, I just want to like build up the confidence, you know? I don't know how this is like similar, how your process went. Cause I kind of did, no, did the exact same thing. I think I told you, I was like, I, I started talking about how like, Oh, I don't want to do the, I don't want to c- keep coming back up here and not doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when you told me, you said you knew I was doing it. That yeah. Day. Yeah. When, once you were like, I don't want to come up here and do it again. And I was like, all right, I guess we're doing it today. <laughs> Cause I know you. Cause I know that once you say that, that means you're going to do it. Like, like that's how you are. But I don't know time. that I'm doing it yet. To be honest. Like yeah. I was like thinking about but it. Like, like for me, like I, I had like, yeah, at least for there it was like an evidence to me that I was like, cool. He's nervous, but he's going to work through it. And it's going to get done. And yeah. I was like, then I'm going to have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, we ran the other way. We both did this thing. Like, yeah, drew the yeah. line. 
we and I, every time I hit it, no problem. Yeah. Every time I cleared the line, no problem. And every time my steps were working out perfect. Yeah. Every time, like, and I didn't wipe off the other wedge. Too. Yeah, yeah, that was I key did that too. That I didn't key. even wipe. I, I didn't wipe, I didn't my, wipe my feet. Either. I didn't wipe yeah. anything because I wanted to like, I wanted to really know that like nothing was gonna go wrong. Because I'm like, all right, let's create worst case scenario. My shoe's not wiped. The thing's not wiped, and I don't count steps or anything. And I still was making it perfect, like yeah. no clearing it, no problem. And you know, I was starting to feel the timing, and then. Then I was getting really nervous because it was starting to get down to the wire. It's like, it's real. It's, am I going to do this or am I not going to do this? Because yeah. like now I, I definitely know it's possible. Now I'm starting to like really understand that like, all right, what am I afraid of? Is it bullshit or is it a real fear? And like once, once I actually decided, no, this is bullshit. I can do this. I'm going to do this. Before I did the jump, a he, like some relief washed over me Yeah. because I knew that I was going for it and like, for me, the nerves come from like deciding, you know, like and, kind like, of like, working up to that decision and, and working up to like the the moment where you're like, you know, when the stakes are high like that, you know, this this is like not everything that I do. But with that kind of training and like with something that, you know, I love I love stuff like this, like the call of the jump was big because this is something I've been looking at, you know. Yeah. And like once I knew I was doing it, like I was like actually excited, you know, yeah. I was like pretty pumped on it. And then we just, I just full sprinted yeah. and just took off. Yeah. yeah. It was like, it's like, get this angle. We like, we had to walk across the roof, like yeah. almost like a block or so up to like this other side, which is where we got like the shot from. Yeah. And I remember, I remember like standing up there, like filming you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, he's going to do it. It's going to be fucking nuts. <laughs> like, it's going to be, this is like going to be one of the craziest things I see in person. <laughs> and then I was like, then I'm about to do the shit. <laughs> and yeah. like, I just remember, you know, you did your couple of run-ups, yeah. you know, the typical, everyone does it, you know, you got to take your run-ups, feel how it's going to feel when yep. you're running at it and stuff. And then once I saw you hit that full sprint, I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> this is going to be fucking crazy. And then, yeah, I saw you hit it and I just got so excited. I was like, I was like so stoked that you broke it. And I was just like, Dude. like, cause it, it made it more real and it made it more obviously cause it actually happened, yeah. <laughs> but like. It made it more realistic to me. I was like, "Oh, it's fine." Yeah. Because like I know your jumping power and everything. Yeah, and you like, can jump further than me. Can I? I, I think don't, so. I don't know. I think definitely off a of flat for sure. I'm not really like the best off of flat ground, like, um, but I fe- I've been feeling pretty strong lately. Yeah. So. Well, you got a fat jump, like you do. Oh, yeah. uh, like for my size, I'm pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, but like I don't know, you're you're hard to keep up. I with got sometimes. speed is a thing. Like yeah. I think what I really have is like I don't actually have like a huge jump. Yeah. But I I can get to speed and work at speed like yeah pretty well. So like I can use more of my speed than yeah. than uh, than maybe some other people. That I have definitely more use power. more power than speed. I'm more just like you'll know, just be strong and mm. jump really hard. <laughs> <laughs> so and then like yeah so then sent it. Then, was feeling really stoked. Yeah. And then I was like, I was like, I mean, I obviously knew you were going to do it, but like, yeah. it's a really important, you know, I think like to not get in anyone's, in anyone's, um, system. Yeah. I don't want to be in your decision process. You know, yeah. I just want to be there to help you, but yeah. I don't want to be there to influence you in any way in, in that kind of like training scenario. Yeah. And, and you were just like, yeah, I'm fucking, I mean, you, yeah, it was obvious that you were like about to, yeah. you wanted to work through it. You're like, here, I was like, you got to me. And I was like, cool. Like, I want to do it now. So then <laughs> describe your experience because Yours was kind of fucked up. Yeah, so uh, I I get up there. There's like two kind of fucked up things that happen. There's, 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 yeah, there's first a slip all, and the you cops. You slipped a little bit. <laughs> that scared me talking from afar. Like I'm, with, I'm there with the phone like kind of waiting and all of a sudden like he's taking a run up and like he's just doing a run up. He knows he's doing a run up. But like he's kind of like going a little bit faster than I than needed. the friction allowed for yeah. him to decelerate like 
as what he thought on yeah. you know whatever and you just kind of like slip towards the edge and yeah. you were fine but like i was like holy yeah. shit so like and it was fine and it was totally fine yeah. but i was like is that gonna get in his head yeah that's all i thought i was like he's totally fine like that was like a weird little thing but like it wasn't nothing yeah you know? <laughs> so that's like that's like the thing about the roof was it so much wasn't that it was so much a nervousness of like slipping before like on your takeoff or anything like that it yeah. was if you don't commit at full sprint you're just gonna slide on the edge of this roof and just fall yeah like three no, four yeah. stories down to the you concrete. have to commit like like once you're once you're running you have to commit to the jump like exactly. once you have that real full momentum that full sprint there you have no choice but to do the jump mm -hmm. otherwise you're just gonna slide off of the roof if you try to like break with your feet mm -hmm. and so yeah, I, I was feeling a couple of run-ups, and uh, like I was, I felt myself running slow. I was like, let me put a little more momentum <laughs> just to like feel what it feels like with like an actual run. And then, yeah, I like put my left foot down to stop myself, and I just slid like five feet <laughs> across the like the edge of the roof. Yeah. It was like, oh shit! <laughs> and so God. I was like, cool, give me a sec. So I had to, I had to do the jump back on yeah. the rocks yeah, yeah. another like three or four times before I was like, cool. If you just do that, you'll be fine. Because mm -hmm. I remember like jumping to the line and like nearly striding it. Oh yeah, yeah. And I was like, cool. If you can like nearly stride this, this is like a foot shorter than the jump with yeah. almost no drop. Yeah. And this this jump has like you know like a five foot drop between the two roofs. Yeah, the distance was like always far, but it was never like yeah. a question really. But you wanted to always be sure. Certain. Yeah. And then so I took like two more run-ups after that. And then I remember looking down between run-ups and seeing a there's, bunch of there's like, a crowd gathering. Yeah, like a, like a real there's a bit of a there's some civilians as I like to call them. Yeah, not civilians even, like, gathering with not their even, phones and not even a bit of a crowd. It was like a legitimate <laughs> crowd. Like there was I remember there was right across the street there was like four or five people in the window with their phones out and then there was people on the ground like on the sidewalk just stopping and staring and like pulling their phones out then there was the restaurant down the block like that was a like a half block away where there was like 30 people just outside all with their phones out and shit and i was like oh shit damn <laughs> and uh, and i guess someone must have called the cops after you did it and then saw me prepping it yeah so like two police suvs roll up <laughs> oh boy. and you know uh, um I'm standing on the edge of the roof getting ready to start running because I have already decided. I was like, okay, this is the one I'm going to do it. And yeah. so I knew I was going to do it there. And so the cops showed up and, you know, I, I I see one of them get out of the get out of his truck and then he like pulls something out of his pocket. And I was like, oh, damn, please don't let that be a gun. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw a flash of light. and It was his flashlight. flashlight. He flashed his flashlight at me. <laughs> and I like glanced down at him. And he like looked at me, and he knows that I saw him. <laughs> and then I'm st I'm just I just look back at the like at the actual jump itself, and then he's like, "You gotta get off of the roof." <laughs> and I was like, You're "Cool, like, got you, bro." I was like, "Cool, it's now or never." And then yeah. just sprinted and hit it. <laughs> and I just remember being like, I stopped being scared of the roof at that point because I was like, "Cool, if I don't do this right now, I'm not gonna get it done today, and mm -hmm. I'm gonna get in trouble anyway." Yeah. So I'm just gonna go because I know I have it, and it's totally fine. And I guess it 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 brings that kind of philosophy of parkour to life a little bit. Not not to like the degree that yeah, sometimes someone's trying to kill gets, you. It, it almost like, becomes easier. Like we talked about this. It's like sometimes the security shows up, and it takes the pressure. The added pressure almost takes the 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 cloud it clears the fog away from your yeah. mind of like whether or not you can or should or can or you know like yeah. whether or not you want to do it because yeah. it's like once you know that like it's now or never you're like well i definitely want to do this now and yeah. i know i can and like you're not going to spend any more time like it almost you know, gives if you you're that close it puts you over the line sometimes like it almost gives you a very light taste of what it would be like if someone was 
after you for real. Like if someone, mm-hmm. you know, was trying to kill exactly. you or something, like I guess for like a really extreme know, like, purpose. But Exactly, yeah. And it's like, oh, you have that feeling of like the real sudden, ad, like, the real fight. All of a sudden that other reality too of like you're not gonna do this today. Yeah. Also becomes very real. Yeah. You know, if you don't if you don't make the choice. You know? Yeah. And it's like then you kind of like then you can see that more clearly as well, yeah. I think. You go, I'm not gonna do that. Oh, but I really want to do that. I just yeah. realized how, you know, not just, but, you know, I think it sometimes it helps. That's all. Yeah. And it's, like, we saw, like, the most epic example, of course, is, like, in the Roof Culture Asia with Callum. Yeah, I with Callum. On that big jump with the police, like, or the security present, like, yeah. during the run-up, like, yeah. screaming at him. Like, that, you know. I've definitely been in a lot more Again, like, he's already recently. done the jump. But still, like, the that is such an intense scenario. I yeah. Like it's so yeah. interesting for, for that dynamic to play in. Yeah. And I just remember those guys trying to stop me and i was like all right i'm gonna do it now then and so i just i went and ran hit the jump and then and like as i, as I even started running i didn't even feel fear anymore at that point yeah 100%. i was very much just in it and like i knew i was going i was like you cool there's so no clean. sense in being afraid at this point yeah and then yeah i saw the impact on yours and i was like i'm not gonna hit it that hard because i don't need to <laughs> but like yeah. i understand i, I, I understand like, why you did it faster than definitely faster than i needed to. yeah but like it was fine the impact was still fine but it was just like i definitely came in a little hot yeah no and, and uh, i'm like, not saying like shit. it was bad or anything no i'm yeah, just saying no, like it felt fine like, it was just like i didn't i wanted to go back and do it again actually yeah. because i wanted to clean it up because yeah. of it because i now i knew i understood yeah. the jump and like after i'd seen you to. do it i already knew it was a like not easily but like a super feasible thing yeah so i knew i didn't have to try as hard like if i would have been the first one to give it a go i probably would have just been like cool i'm running as hard now as we know I we can front flip it you yeah know? like that's like it's where so my dirty, head's at now it's like, like <laughs> it's still really dirty especially with the diagonal like yeah like adjustment at the end but we're nerding out super hard here. I love this jump. Um, but like, just for the listeners, like let's uh, let's wrap this up a little bit uh, because it was it was super crazy too. Like, yeah, the, you came out and all of a sudden you're like, cops are here, and I was like, oh shit. Yeah. So then my heart back, like I was already calm at that point. Yeah, my heart shoots back up a little bit because I got like this fight or flight mode when the cops show up. Yeah, all of a sudden yeah. activated. You, and you had to go down that roof, be. and I dipped out the other way. Yeah, and uh, you had to talk to police. Yeah, like, like I I so yeah, you know, I hit the gap. And then, you know, I hit the roll and then I just turn around and start jogging back <laughs> towards where like you are, like on the other roof. And I'm just like, yo, the cops are here. <laughs> and you're like, oh shit. And you just like, I just saw you peace out. <laughs> and like, you know, we had stashed our bags in the yeah. alley right before we went up in the first place, like behind a dumpster. And as like, so there was a staircase you walk down on the, on the landing roof. And so I'm walking down a staircase and I'm, as I'm walking down, I'm like, okay, should I try and grab my bag or should I just peace out right now and come back for it later? Mm. And I was like, nah, I got too much shit in my bag. I got to <laughs> grab it now. I don't want to just be here. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, so I, like, grabbed my bag real quick and I tried just kind of, like, fast walking out of the alley really nonchalant and just trying yeah. to get around the corner. And I'm, like, fast walking and I hit I hit just the edge of the alley when I hear, like, the cops jogging Ooh, behind really me and I hear, like, their keys and, yeah. like, their whatever gear they have on kind of shuffling as they're running. And I was like, cool. I'm not going to bother running away because it just makes the situation worse. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't really feel like it. Like, usually, like, nine times out of ten, you know, I'd security police, like, I just talk to them and be honest with them. And they're, they're, they're pretty chill about That's it. That's super important, yeah. And so. And 
Yeah, like, like it's. I, I think it's best to like avoid them sometimes. Yeah, depending but if you can. I also not. like have <laughs> too much of that instinct, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. I think like like you said, like it usually makes things worse. Yeah. It's better to just sit and talk. Yeah. And like confront and 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 be polite and yeah. you'll figure it out and be a good representative of the community. Yeah. And and things worked out. Like yeah. obviously, like they they were super polite. You were saying. Yeah, they they were they were they were really chill actually. Like I was a little nervous at first. I won't lie, mm-hmm. but like yeah, I stopped. I turned around and like. Like looked at him as he was like jog, like he slowed his jog down because he saw me turn around and he knew I wasn't gonna run away. <laughs> and as he was walking up, I was just like, "Hey, sorry to sorry to make a day shitty." <laughs> he's like, "No, no, you're fine. Can you just sit down?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, sure." So I like sat down, dropped my bag and stuff. And he's like, "You got ID on you?" Gave him my ID and all that. And it was he, he and one other officer. And they were kind of doing a little bit of the good cop, bad cop thing, uh, yeah. but like not so much good cop, bad cop, just like. You know, he was talking. He was really friendly, and then the other guy just had like a little bit more of like He's a an colder. aggro look, yeah. and just didn't really talk much. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he asked me what I was doing, and I'm like, "Yeah, parkour, jumping off buildings and stuff." <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, I thought so." He's like, "Look, you're not in any trouble. You just gotta take down your info and stuff, just to let people know I spoke to you." Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, that's chill. That's fine." And then right after that, he's like. Oh, is that your boy running across the street who filmed it running into the North Face? <laughs> I'm trying to play like <laughs> consumer. I fucking like booking it into North Face. Like, oh, like I need a new jacket. Like I started talking to the associate in there yeah. too. I was like really getting into character. So, like, but he obviously saw me yeah. and like it was not working. Like he, so you ran across the street and he asked me if that if like we were related and you know we were yeah if, if you are who who he thought you were yeah. And I was like, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I was like, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't know. I was like, I don't know. I didn't see him. It might be someone else. But if he's running across the street with a phone in his hand, probably. I didn't say that specifically. Yeah. But that's like what was in my head. And yeah, so I was just sitting there. And then, you know, one of the other cruisers pulls up. And he's like, he starts talking to the, the officer and that other cruiser. And then there's one other officer sitting with me. And that guy, I was just like, hey, so do you... I was like, how long have you been doing this for? And he's like, what, been an officer? Mm. I'm like, yeah, yeah. He's like, about four years. Mm-hmm. And, like, the whole entire, like, kind of aggro sort of, like, hard shell he put on just kind of dissipated entirely. Nice. And I was like, sick, dude. Kill him with kindness. I was like, sick, dude. I was like, you, do you enjoy doing it? And he's like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty fun. You see some crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude, I imagine. <laughs> like, I don't even think he was talking about what we did. I'm talking no, yeah, about, no. like, he's probably dealing Actual with some crazy, crazy like, <laughs> crazy drug addicts and, like, violent people and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And, you know, respect for those guys. Like, yeah, they're really legitimate respect. I try to give the res- to give the respect to the officers and stuff because you know they they are just doing, doing their, their job. job. We're like, doing ours. You know, like, like everyone's out here trying to like just yeah. do their job in a way. I, I may know? not agree with the fact they got, got that they got called, but like they got called, so you know I'll deal with it and give them the respect that they deserve. You know, they are putting their lives in the line all the time. Yeah, um, fair play. But yeah, it was really chill after that whole situation. Gave me my ID back. They're like, cool. You're good. See ya. Peace out. Take no, care. you just rolled up to the North Face afterwards, yeah. and I was like, I was like a little on edge still. I was like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> you're like nothing, dude. You're chill. And I was yeah. like, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. No, they, they were they were super <laughs> chill and like, you know, res- really respectful. They didn't dudes. even try to. I, I thought they guys. would for sure try to hunt me down, even. But like, they Not, they were fine just talking to you. Yeah, yeah. So that was legit. You know, yeah. that was the story. And then we got that sushi after. And then we got a bunch of sushi, <laughs> and we were just hype as fuck. You can tell we're still hype as fuck. Like, yeah. that is definitely one of like the high watermarks of my training. Me you too. Know? Like, I, I really felt, I don't know. I always feel really stoked when I go about something that's really challenging the right way, execute it like I want it to. And yeah, you know, like I just was really happy, and I still am. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll never forget that experience. That was a really, um, 
you know, it wasn't really like a huge, I didn't build it up into a huge thing at the time, but like, yeah. I've, you know, I, it'd been a while since I'd challenged myself the way I did that day yeah. and like really, um, felt great. Felt no, good. It, it was totally reminded me challenge. of like why I like doing that kind of stuff, even though it is scary. Yeah. And I think for um, me, like one of the biggest things was even though like on top of it being a huge challenge, the added pressure of the police being there is like the first time I really experienced that <laughs> in like that sort of situation. Yeah. And I was like, damn, okay, that's real. <laughs> but yeah. Awesome day, awesome jump. Awesome stuff. Um, definitely more of that to come. My eyes are still healing for the folks uh, that are mildly paying attention to my eye situation. <laughs> my uh, my eye surgery has st- – I'm still healing from it, basically. Like, I, I won't get, like, my best vision until, like, April, like, end of – mid-April, end of April. Um, but I can already see well enough. Hey. <laughs> hey. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I'll be able to see – better and better every like five days apparently it takes like five days to like for layers of your eye to grow back that layers that they like took off of my eye that's not it's weird stuff dude i kind of like wait they like shaved off pieces of your eye they like they like polished it off it was like a they like it felt like an electric toothbrush kind of thing ah dude it was weird Ah. (laughs) i was numbed like it didn't hurt but it was weird that doesn't sound that nice um damn dude you know what i wanted to do fan questions i wanted to do all these things but um I kind of have to piss more than I want to do anything right now. <laughs> and so maybe we'll take a quick piss break. Um, I don't know about you. And then we can come back and finish things up and close it out. What for are you sure. saying? Yeah, down? I'm down. Take right. a quick commercial break. Quick break for you folks. <laughs> All right, back from that young piss break. Oh, man, feels so much better. I just hung out in the couch. You just hung out. Um, <laughs> we did a live stream, quick live stream for the Instagram people out there that were following me. And we got a, cre- a question from Christine underscore Dietrich. A friend of ours from the Apex Denver and Louisville communities. Um, so thanks, Christine. Every other every other question we got was like just heinous or or related to Chris Chris Parkour Chris, aka Chris Hollingsworth, really wanted to discuss hair. Really? Oh, that was hair. Chris that was doing I'm that. Pretty sure that's Parkour Chris. Right? I think so. I don't. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's not. I think I'm it might pretty be. sure that's him. But like. Maybe but so many hairstyles in parkour, I guess. Th- unless I don't, if you guys really want to talk about our hair, you know, send send the comments and we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll discuss hair if that becomes like a, a thing that really people are interested in. Um, but we're gonna skip over that one for now. Christine had the best question, I think, other than like Casey's was disgusting, but it was, do you eat ass? Like, don't answer that yet. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Let that one be discovered. Let Who's it be mysterious. Ass? Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly depends. Um. Casey, you filthy animal. Um, all right. So Christine asks, what color crayon would you be? And what animal? What animal would you be? Okay. If you're like I think spirit the, animals, I guess, and spirit crayons. I think spirit, spirit crayons. I think the crayon one will have a bit of an easier time. Uh, I think red. Mm. Really fiery and just explosive and Kind of like my t-shirt. Intense. Like your t-shirt. Exactly. Sure it's almost a little orangish, but some, it's super hot I have some red, red on my t-shirt, but it's mostly yeah. gray. Nice. But like either red or just really monochrome because <laughs> that's all I wear. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. And then for the animal, for the animal, I always think of myself as some kind of cat. Me too. Just Cause I have, like, I have like a cat kind of face and I don't know. I love cat passes and cat drops. I'm going for the Puma for the Puma or the AKA the Cougar, AKA the mountain lion because they're native to this land. Yeah. I'm going to go for that one. I think, I don't know, man. It's really hard. <laughs> you're bigger than me. You should be a bigger one. Like a, I don't want to be a tiger. You're, port, you're brown, so maybe you're the jaguar because it's oh, a little bit further south. Oh, I could be a jaguar. South. 
Yeah. Well, I'm actually half Peruvian. Not a lot of people, not a lot of people will know that, but like the Jaguar is actually native to my lands. Cool. So maybe I should go for that. That'd be kind of dope. I like the dope. sound of the Jaguar. I, can't, I wish I could I make that sound. Yeah, I can't Rah. make like, that. Randy Blythe, <laughs> Randy Blythe from Lamb of God, Ken. All right, let's I, look that up. I'm gonna that look that up. That guy's vocals are insane. Damn. <laughs> really intense metal. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll talk about that in a future one, I think. Like, I can't wait to people to. You're gonna be a regular guest. So I hope you know this. Oh yeah, I'm down. Um, <laughs> because I love talking to you, and we're gonna talk about metal. We're gonna talk about video games, probably with Nick. Nick has so many dope interests outside of parkour. But I think it was good to to get into some of the height stuff. I know that that's what a lot of people are going to want to hear from you, at least initially first. And um, and um, I'm a black crayon, by the way. I think again, monochrome. We're so similar in some (laughs) of these things. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably, you know what? Like, I I want to be the cool cat, but I'm probably like a meerkat sometimes. I'm like a fucking. I'm down being like a savannah cat. A savannah. Ooh, ooh. because like because cat, the Bengal like. No, that was that was a savannah cat. Oh yeah, that was a savannah cat. It looked like it looked like a little leopard, and and he like he fucked my hand up. He scratched me and bit the hell out of me. Yeah, he bit two people at that party. Yeah, well, I mean, because that that was my fault though. I was trying to play with him too hard, and he kind of got kind of any of it. Damn, dude. But yeah, actually, I could see that because like I'm you know I'm like cuddly, and and like all that, but I'm also a little bit wild, you know. Either that or like, I definitely want to. I don't want to really say an ape because like, the gibbon. Nah, I'm definitely. You're not, not a, very swinging. I'm not. I'm horrible at swinging. I'm definitely not a gibbon. Dude, we're gonna maybe get a gorilla. This, this, this like. I'll truck through shit. <laughs> <laughs> you're very. Uh, yeah, you're you're burly. Yeah, I'm like, like I'm more burly than like <laughs> majestic. Yeah, I could be a gibbon esque sorta. I have I haven't, I haven't swung as much. These days, I gotta get back into it. I love swinging. Yeah, swinging, swinging, scary, is super, super awesome. Um, all right, where where can they find you? Again, it's underscore Nicholas Ortiz underscore. That's correct. On Instagram. On Instagram. And then you have a YouTube channel that's awesome. Like everyone yeah. should be watching that. It should, I think N- it should be – I don't know if it's Nick or Nicholas Ortiz. Pretty much the same thing as Instagram, just minus the yeah. underscores. Add, add parkour if you can't find it. Just yeah, put yeah. Nick or Nicholas Ortiz. And if it's not there, just add parkour to that yeah. and you'll find him. And like I spend, I spend most of the time in the vlogs kind of going through my processes behind either old challenges or like new challenges. Um, like most recently, it was like this six-story descent inside of a garage. Dope. Where like you drop between just the levels of the staircase. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw the clip. And I haven't watched the the, the video just yeah, yet. But. Like I kind of go, and it was like you know I found it that day. Mm-hmm. So it was like a purely like this is the real process that you go through because I think there's a, a really huge misconception of that process. Yeah. And like I want to show that it's not like oh I go up five stories, hang off the side of this building, and just let go and <laughs> go for it. It's like. I'm really on the ground and I'm really assessing the situation, assessing how it no, works. I've seen some of the other vlogs that you've done. And yeah, yeah, it's, it's really awesome. Not just for, for, you know, people that are just curious, but even for, you know, experienced practitioners out there that do these movements just to get another angle yeah. or, or want to do these movements to get a little insight into like how you work through it because yeah. everyone works through it a little bit differently. Yeah. But, um, it, it, I, I enjoy watching yeah. it because I'm like, Oh nice. I like the way he's thinking about yeah. that. That's helpful. Like, it's really good the way you break it down. Like your, your blogging skills are awesome. And I I think it's good to like, I think it's good to show that all athletes, any sport, anything, but like, especially athletes that deal with fear in their sport, they they still deal with it no matter what level they're at. Mm. They just do it on like a different scale and have, it's the same process. It's just bigger most of the time. Cause like, I felt the same way about Dylan for a long time. Like I saw what he did in videos and was like, Jesus Christ, how did he just do that? Oh yeah. And then spending time with you as well and spending time with you guys 
I realized I'm like, oh, they do the same thing. They have to assess it. They have to walk up to it, run up to it, feel it out. It's the same thing that I've been doing for years on the ground. It's just up high now. It's, it's the same thing, though. Yeah. So it's it's breaking it down. So go check that out. Make sure you follow Nick on the gram. Check out his YouTube, and uh, you'll see him back there. And you might even see me some in some of those videos. Oh, I, yeah. I trained with – with you often. I always and, love uh, having other people in there, and, especially uh, people like you. <laughs> I love being there, man. Like, like I said, I love training with you, man. It's yeah. always good to be pushed by you, and and uh, you always push me. Yeah, so no, you push I, me. I like appreciate hell. that. I appreciate what you do for for my training because iron sharpens iron, as it they say. You know, and you're a fucking do. hard piece of iron over there, <laughs> dude. You don't even know what the <laughs> fuck you are. Like <laughs> sometimes you do stuff, and I'm um, just like, son, uh, what is going I on? Don't you? Yeah, Come on, come on. I'm just being come honest, on, though. You're, on, you're a guys. G. You're a G. All right, we're going to go suck each other's dicks right now, guys. Um, <laughs> hope you enjoyed this episode. And uh, thanks for listening. I much love to you guys. Um, I appreciate what you guys are doing, joining the podcast. Spread the word if you guys like what you're hearing. And uh, and tell me who you want to hear next. And tell me who you want to ask next and, and everything like that. Um, much love to everyone out there. Much love from Nick. Much love, guys. We appreciate you. And always, as usual, there's that whole train hard, train safe mentality. Yeah. Be safe, safe for out sure. There. Safe is first. Safety first. No hucking. <laughs> Don't make yeah. huck culture a thing. Yeah, send. We're going to maybe have to discuss this next time. This, this That'll be the next thing. thing. You guys are going to have to like understand the way I use send and how it's not exactly. It's not like we're just going. <laughs> <laughs> I use it ironically, but it's become like this thing that I used to use ironically. And now it's a thing that I think people don't understand that I use ironically. Yeah, yeah. And even I don't even like say it the same way I used yeah. to. So I need to watch my own language, my own thoughts. All right. Again, we love you guys. We love Take you. Care. High drop is out. Peace. Peace.